So dad buried himself in work and self-medicated and would lose his temper sometimes. Loud noises would put him on edge. It got rough. So I finally said to him, Dad, you gotta get help. As a family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern, but help is available. Dad finally went to VA for one-on-one and group therapy and got some really great tools to help him manage things. And I got my dad back. Hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. You've seen the last of Baker Mayfield in the Cleveland Browns uniform. They've got to figure out with that $19 million fifth-year option, somebody else may take it on and look at it as an opportunity to pick up some draft picks along with that in a trade. But I think you've seen the future go bye-bye. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is our number three of the sports hangover. Gus Kattengill with you, John Forcade with you, and Jordan Kleber with you as well. And of course, you know what day of the week it is. It's Friday, Friday. Got a little sad there, Jordan. I remember a week ago, I had Little Man actually letting you know it was Friday. You really that was a week ago, Jordan? That Carver was here? Huh? It's already been a week. A week. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He said, hey, it's Friday. So yesterday, we're driving home, John and Jordan, and um, out of the blue, it goes, you know, I'm going to get my license soon. Whoa. I'm like, where, where are you driving? What are you talking about? He's got a chick that he's uh, I, I don't know. To? I'm like, where, where are you going? Are you got a sugar mama? He's, he's already telling me. Um, a cougar? It's unbelievable what's going on over here, man. Trying to get a little, you know. Right, ready to leave the house already, man. Jeez, and Pete. Pelicans taking on the Nuggets tonight in Denver. Second free throw. No good. Jonas got the rebound. Triple team to Ingram. Get it to Trey. Left corner three. Yes, sir! Nothing but net. Murphy's corner. At NT Graph is the way to follow Mr. Todd Graffinini, the voice of your New Orleans Pelicans. Todd, good afternoon to you from the Mile High City. How are you from the Mile High booth as well for your photo? <laughs> I'm great, gentlemen. And uh, to, yeah, tell Carver to chill. I mean, goodness great. <laughs> Man. What's the drive already? Are you out of breath walking out of walking up to that booth? No. I mean, you all right? No. Well, no. It, yeah, walking up to the booth, yes. Remember, we're at altitude here. So, uh this definitely is one of the uh, highest, no pun intended, uh, vantage points in the league. But I am 1-0 in the building. We beat them on Christmas night a couple years ago, if you uh, recall. So uh, we have some. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it's crazy. Uh, the Pelicans are 13-15 and 15 in this building. So they actually have played pretty well here, uh, considering when you think of how good the Nuggets have been over all these years and, and, um, and the, you know, so-called altitude advantage but no the Falcons right. have uh have played here pretty well over the years a week ago 116 105 was the final Pels taking on the Nuggets that was a, a much closer game I remember Todd then that final score went out to be Jokic showing why yeah. he's an MVP I mean I, I mean that, no, that that's I mean, when I think of that game I think of him late in the fourth quarter 
Well, you know, it was one of those games also, Gus, where the Pels have really struggled from shooting, from shooting the basketball. And, you know, in that game, <laughs> geez, I don't even want to say it. The Pels were 5 for 34 from 3 in that game. Uh, I mean, and the fact that it was that it was a game at the end kind of shows you how the Pelicans are playing as a team. But, you know, we talked about it, my, myself and John DeShazer, after the game. I mean, you cannot win an NBA basketball game if you make five threes. You just can't, especially when you're facing the... You can't win college NBA games like that. The, no, no, you can't. Uh, I mean, it's just, you know, but they, they still are playing well enough in other mm-hmm. aspects that they can nearly overcome it. But it's just tough to overcome it. When you make five threes, the other team makes 12 threes. And, you know, just the math doesn't work out. But, yeah, look, Jokic is unbelievable. I mean, he really is. Every time you watch him, you're thinking, how in the world can this guy be doing what he's doing? Because he, it looks mm-hmm. like he's running in slow motion. But yeah. every shot he puts up goes in. It doesn't matter where it's from, and he can shoot at all three levels, gents. I mean, he is he's good around the basket, he's good in the mid range, and his three point shots, you know, bring snow, but they go in. It, it's crazy. And then he's just such a very he's such a good distributor, Gus, uh, at the top of the key. And this and you know, I've, I've kind of gone on the soapbox about this too. You know, triple doubles are a great stat, but you have to take them with a grain of salt because now Jokic has 13 triple doubles this year, but the hardest thing to get in a triple double is an assist in my mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because look, if you're seven feet tall, you're going to get rebounds. But how does the guy get, how do you get 10 assists a game? Well, you're, you're distributing, but here's the key, Gus guys have to finish. Guys have to finish. They have to make shots. You get an assist. If you, you know, throw a chest pass to a guy in the corner, and he makes a three. That's an assist. And that's a big reason why you don't see many triple doubles on the Pelican side because we just don't make enough shots. Um, but you know it, that I just kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent there. But but it, it does help when other guys you know help you out. But it's right. when Jokic is on the floor, they are a championship caliber team. When he has to take a seat, either to rest or with foul trouble, mm-hmm. they have historically bad numbers. That's how much of a difference that guy made. Todd, let's look at Jackson Hayes. Uh, his performance over the last 10 games has been, you know, outstanding. Has he finally found his, you know, rhythm in the NBA scene? I mean, 70% from field goal range in the last 10, averaging 10 points, four rebounds, and he's 70% from the field goal, from field goal percentage. Yeah, no, he's playing his best basketball, I think, and he's also doing it on the defensive end. He's blocking shots and he's rebounding as well, Jordan, and and that's what you need him to do. Now, I'm pretty sure he's going to start his third straight game and he's going to do it at the four. Now, remember, Garrett Temple and Billy Hernan Gomez are not on this trip. They're in health and safety protocol. They, they, uh, they went into protocol yesterday. So Jackson's really going to be important uh, in these next couple of games, but no, they 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 started him at the four a couple of games ago. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, in that Cleveland game, and then of course played the next night at the four against the Detroit Pistons in that win. And he just it, it just seems he has a lot more freedom at that position. Uh, and it, it's really something we re- had not seen a bunch this year with Jonas and Jackson on the floor at the same time. And the, the tough thing about Billy not being in there, and Daniel Salerson talked about this uh, during the Cleveland broadcast, the best part about Jackson playing the four is now you get to see all three big men because prior to that, when Jackson was getting all the minutes, remember Billy Hernan Gomez did not play in nine sure. games. He had nine straight DNTCDs. So now with, with Jackson on the floor, you go a little bit bigger, and all three big men can play. And look, when Jonas takes a seat, you put him – Billy Hernan Gomez, that's a guy who can get a double-double in his fleet. So it, it's, it really has added to the lineup. But, again, Jackson's been cutting to the basket. He's getting the alley-oops. He's re- like I said, he's rebounding and blocking shots. And so he even stepped out and made a three uh, in the Cleveland game. So if he can start doing that with more consistency, uh, you know, that's, that's why he was picked uh, where he was. Because, and I've said this many times, you cannot teach what Jackson Hayes has, which is length 
and incredible athleticism. He just had to figure everything else out. Well, hopefully the light is turned on because we're a much better basketball team when he's playing like this. Speak with Todd Graffinini, voice of your New Orleans Pelicans, taking on the Nuggets later on tonight in Denver. Um, it's that time of the year, Graff, where Adrian Wojnarowski will be on our timelines for quite some yep. time. Him or Shams. I mean, that's just what it is, and it's already started. The trade deadline's next Thursday. Clippers trading Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, future second-round picks to the Blazers. For Norman Powell and Robert Covington, why that's important to Pels fans, we'll get to in a second. But I, I, I know, I just, I need you to break protocol for a second. Can you confirm or deny if Daniel Salerson is available? Because I like, I like him on our team. I, 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 you know, I know the Knicks, every the Lake, everybody wants talent. You know, maybe their broadcast teams want him. I love Daniel because I can text him instantly and I get contract numbers and everything. Can you, can you tell David Griffin he's, he's off the table? Daniel. He is, yes, he, is in the ja, he is in the Ja Jokic. Um, okay. okay. You know, wow. he's, he's in that category. He is untouchable. You put him up with Ja. He is untouchable. <laughs> the man is okay. untouchable. Okay. All right. I like that. I like No, I know. He's, a, he's an awesome Embiid. broadcast partner. Why is this trade curious for Pels fans oh. who love to uh, oh. play on trade machines? Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> when I saw that, I said – the Portland Trailblazers literally just punted the rest of the season because there's no way reporters in Portland have have tweeted. Yes, there is there is no way that they got better, and the Pelicans right now are 11th in the West. Do you know what team is directly ahead of them? The Portland Trailblazers. We, we yes, I just <laughs> answered my own question. We are <laughs> one game back in the lost column of Portland. One game back. There it is, baby. So there it is. I mean. <laughs> the rest of the season is laid out in front of you because the other teams behind you are losing mm-hmm. at a rapid rate. You're you're actually two games clear in the eleventh spot. So yeah, Spurs have I lost mean, three, Kings have lost yeah. one, but they're two and eight of their last ten. The Spurs are three and seven in their last ten. Exactly. You're four or six, and you didn't have Brandon Ingram for some of those. As you mentioned, the Blazers are there, and would it be beautiful? The Lakers are ninth. If you and the Lakers battle for the spots, oh, oh would I love please. that? I would love that. But anyway, no, let's get back I, to I the mean, main the rest, point. Let's get back yeah, to the main. The rest point. of the the main point is the rest of the season is is about to get really exciting if you're a Pelicans fan. Period. Okay. Because it's all laid um, out well, for you. I, I just I, there is no way Portland thinks that <laughs> if they're making that trade, there is no way that they think they have any chance, and they're just they're just blowing it up. I mean, they're blowing it well, up. And that also, look, no Dame Lillard is injured right now, not playing, but that also brings up his, you know, his future in there as well. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, Todd, as we let you go, sir, tonight, give me a key that you and the rest of the broadcast crew that hopefully will remain untouched and untraded uh, will give us tonight when we tune you guys in. Uh, I'm being sarcastic, but I'm really not. Get Nikola Jokic in foul trouble. Oh, I like that. I like I that. I mean, when that guy is off the floor, you got a legitimate chance of beating that team. When he is on the floor, flip a coin, man, because he is just, he is that good. But when he sits down, that's when you got to make your hay. And in that game in New Orleans, when he took a seat, he got, he got into foul trouble. Uh, right. And here's the thing Jonas Valanciunas plays very well against Denver. Nikola Jokic does not play defense, and he wants no part. He wants no part of being on the inside, getting in anybody's way when they're going to the hoop. Okay, and especially when he gets two or three fouls in him, he backs off. He olays. He absolutely olays. <laughs> so I love that. I, I mean, I, we were we were talking about it. We were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. He was doing the exact same thing. So look, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. Sure, but defense mm-hmm. is not his strong suit. I'll, I'll okay. Todd, in 10 seconds, should Jose Alvarado start? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I, I, he's playing 20 minutes a night. And he's, okay. it's always been, look, it doesn't matter if you start, it's if you finish. And that kid's on the floor in, in the late stages of games right now. So, you know, he's, got, he's starting to become valuable, very valuable, uh, not only in the assist category, the steal category as well. And uh, if he starts getting a shot to go down consistently, consistency, watch out. Because I promise you this, nobody, 
I mean, nobody is going to outwork that kid on the floor. Nobody. Todd Graffinini, voice of the Pels. Uh, John. Hey, Todd. It's great to talk to you, buddy. <laughs> oh, I'm just sitting over here. Couldn't get a word in. <laughs> You're the man, Brookhead. You're the man. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Marlon Favre is next on the Sports Hangover at ESPN New Orleans. Teaming up to create a healthier community, Coastal Broadcasting and Thibodeau Regional Medical Center present Health Watch. It is estimated that over 1 million visits are made to emergency rooms each year for suspected concussion from youth sports. A concussion is a brain injury that occurs from a bump or a blow to the head. If your child experiences a blow or bump to the head during sporting activity, look for the following observable signs. Appears dazed, seems confused, moves clumsily, slowed speech, loss of consciousness, personality change, or inability to recall events prior to or after the hit. Other symptoms experienced by the athlete may include headache, nausea, dizziness, blurred vision, sensitivity to light and noise, sluggish feeling, difficulty concentrating or remembering, confused, or feels out of sorts. It is important to remember that a concussion is not always associated with a loss of consciousness. Balance is a reflection of brain functionality. Experts assess an athlete's balance, including postural control and sway velocity. In addition to balance, memory skills, learning, and concentration are also assessed. Baseline testing, often used in professional and collegiate athletics, provides a preseason evaluation of an athlete's abilities. In the event of a concussion, results of a baseline test can be compared to the post-injury testing. The Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional understands the importance of safety in athletics. We utilize advanced concussion testing technology called the Neurocom Balance Assessment System. Neurocom provides medical experts the information needed for a more objective, accurate, conclusive, and quicker diagnosis of concussion for an athlete's safe return to competition. Testing is conducted at the Outpatient Rehabilitation Center within the Wellness Center of Thibodeau Regional. The baseline testing procedure is the same for all sports. One baseline test per year is recommended. Baseline testing is recommended for athletes of all ages who participate in contact sports. Baseline testing should occur preseason before practices begin. Cost for baseline testing is minimal. Concussion baseline testing is painless, non-invasive, and lasts approximately 10 minutes. If you are interested in setting up a baseline concussion testing appointment or have questions about concussions, please call the Sports Medicine Center at 985-493-4502. 985-493-4502. Or www.tibodeau.com. www.tibodeau.com. Health Watch is a presentation of Coastal Broadcasting and Thibodeau Regional Medical Center. For more information on the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional, call 985-493-4502 or visit Thibodeau.com. take everybody listen up let's hear it call us at 800-998-1003 answer that phone or tweet us at espn radio nola now back to the sports hangover with gus cattengill gus cattengill jordan cleaver and i promise he's here john forkey you heard him there at the end of the interview participated in that didn't he um poll question sir and we'll yeah get to both Marlin. of them who would you rather mm-hmm. saints fans as a head coach, Dennis Allen or Eric Bieniemy, 107 votes right now, 50.5% say Eric Bieniemy. So I guess it's one vote away from being 50-50. Yeah, it's essentially 50-50, John Forcade. Uh, the word is the Saints will interview him tomorrow. Dennis Allen today in New Orleans. Luke Johnson tweeted that a bit ago. Um, the old if you're keeping score situation on the Saints coaching situation as to um, who and how they're interviewing everybody. 
So Eric B. Enemy will interview soon is what he said. Jeremy Fowler said it could be as early as Saturday. So it may be this weekend. So it looks like next week we'll have an answer. But Dennis Allen today in New Orleans uh, Darren Rizzi was yesterday in New Orleans. Aaron Glenn, Brian Flores were in Mobile. Doug Peterson uh, before the Senior Bowl. He's now, of course, the Jags coach. Let's bring in Marlon Favorite. Marlon, how are you today, sir? All is well today, good sir. What's up, Jordan? What's up, Gus? Hello, fellas. What's up, Doing bud? Well? Um, let me ask you that question, and then you and John can get into a little Wednesday NIL chatter and recruiting talk that I'm sure he wants to get into with you. But the poll question, answer it, man. Eric Bieniemy looks like he's going to be interviewed by the Saints. And Dennis Allen today, that would be my two favorites, I would think, going forward. If you had to make a choice, Mickey Loomis ask you while you're pumping gas at the local gas station. Who are you suggesting? I'll get carjacked. It's funny. And what's up, John? I didn't know you was in the studio with him. Hello, John. <laughs> hey, buddy. How are you today? Oh, good, my brother. If I ran into Mickey Loomis at the gas station, um, and he would ask me, "Hey, Big Faze, man, who do you think we should hire, Dennis Allen, or do we go ahead and get Eric Bieniemy?" I would roll with Eric Bieniemy, and, and here's why: the success of the Saints' is offense, or team, should I say, has always been through an amazing offensive play caller, Coach Sean Payton. So that's sort of the fabric of the team, sort of how the guys on the roster currently is already set up and formatted. On the flip side, Dennis Allen wouldn't be a bad choice. Um, he's had experience before as a head coach. He wasn't as successful as most. Uh, he does have the experience. I thought the week he took over for Coach Sean Payton this week, defensively we look good. But I just think it's important um, moving forward, uh, especially the way the league is headed to bring in an offensive mind. And, and Eric Bieniemy is, is by far one of the one of the better offensive minds in, the, in our National Football League. And to make it even better, he's a native of the area of New Orleans. So I would definitely roll with Eric Bieniemy. Well, let, let me just throw this out there. How come he hasn't been a head coach? Uh, because they've said that he's interviewed the last three to four years. Um, he doesn't call plays for Kansas City, and I know that for a fact he doesn't call the plays. Uh, he's been around for a long time, but he hasn't been a head coach and he has been interviewed at a bunch of different teams. Uh, I understand that you talk about Pat Mahomes. Well, he's not going to have a Pat Mahomes down here in New Orleans. He'll have you know, either Winston or, or whoever else the Saints go with. Why hasn't he been a head coach yet in the NFL? Um, I, I do think a lot of it has to do with, um, Eric Bieniemy not having the reputation of a head coach. He has interviewed for a couple of jobs. Um, I do think, especially most recently with, with, with Coach Brian Flores and a lot of things going on, will catapult better opportunities for him um, as a minority coach to have that uh, that deal. But I don't think it has anything to do with his ability to, to make play calls. Or, you know, I think, John, I mean, obviously you have some insight. Uh, uh, on, on what he does for Kansas City, but I have some insight too. Talking to Daryl Williams on a on a uh, monthly basis, and, and he says his influence from uh, from Eric Bieniemy and, and his offense and the play calling and decision making comes from him. So I mean, I don't know if your sources are better than mine. I got a player that's telling me that. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but what I will say is, um, he just never really had an opportunity to get it. I don't think it has anything to do with his ability to make the play calling because he. A, wouldn't have been an offensive coordinator for a Super Bowl team. B, playing for Coach Andy Reid before, I know he don't just make any hires. So the fact that he's still in position on probably one of the better offenses um, in our league, I think he would be probably our better candidate of the name uh, being interviewed. I think one of the things that's interesting I brought up as well, Marlon, is Nathaniel Hackett got picked by the Broncos. He's uh, the Green Bay offensive coordinator, but LaFleur, right? We associate the play calling with him. When we look at um, Kevin O'Connell, just said it right this time finally, Julian. You did. Um, with the Vikings, going to be their next head coach. He's the offensive coordinator of the Rams. We associate the Rams offense with McVay. Mike McDaniels is the offensive coordinator with the 49ers. He's said to be a leading candidate to get the Dolphins job. Kyle Shanahan's the guy that we associate the 49ers offense with sort of here. So, Matty Hudak brought that up earlier today. Um, in terms of, look, 
just because they're not the complete play callers, maybe these other teams, like maybe the Saints would if they go with the enemy, are assuming that they can do that or are ready to then do that and are maybe hiring because of the learning? I guess. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I do think as far as Sean McVay's staff goes, i got to say that this guy in the past five years, the, the amount of coaches, I mean, you look at Coach Taylor, by the coach in the Super Bowl, he comes off his staff, and as you just mentioned, I was the Vikings. You have a guy that's really made a huge influence um, on the NFL at such a young age. I think Sean might be a year the same age as me, a little younger, mid-30s. So I, I think that's very impressive. But the calling for having more high-powered offensive play callers making those deals, I mean, look at Joe Burrow um, and what he's doing with Cincinnati. Um, that doesn't shy away from your point in, in, in regards to the influence that an offensive-minded guy have on it. Now, the offensive-minded guy still has to go hire a defensive-minded coach to keep things balanced. And in a dream world, I would love to see Eric Bieniemy and Dennis Allen on the same, same staff because, you know, Coach Allen over the last couple of years as a defensive coordinator, I mean, he's been dialing it up, given, especially given the coronavirus and, you know, losing guys on the roster and even all the national stuff like uh, the injuries still being able to sustain on defense, and that has a lot to do with play calling. So I think that's kind of where I'm leaning towards that one. John? The the thing is this, too, also, uh, how come we haven't heard, like, from Andy Reid? I know maybe behind closed doors he's saying things, but if he really, truly believes, and I think he does believe that Eric Manny can do it, he needs to come out publicly and and state the the facts that this this man – Deserves a shot at it. Look, he's been around a long time. The names been brought up. Yes, he did. He deserves a, a spot at one of these thirty-two teams. Uh, he should get an opportunity to be the, but the head coach. But you have seen what's going on right now. It's a lot of these guys who are they, they call them the, the offensive coordinator. That's only because they get paid as an offensive coordinator. They're not really some of these guys. You know, aren't calling the plays. They're the quarterback coach, offensive coordinator by name. A lot of these guys that you have just seen now who are getting head coaching jobs, they weren't the play callers. It was the head coach who's calling the plays. Now, what's going to happen if Eric Bieniemy comes over to the Saints, Houston, or whoever, Miami? He's the head coach. He's going to have to hire him. What an offensive coordinator or quarterback coach? Who's calling the plays? So that's the big key. And I think Andy Reid needs to step out there in the forefront and say, hey, listen, the man can coach. He does call out plays. Um, if he does or if he doesn't, it doesn't matter. The guy's been around a while. Why aren't he getting around? And a lot of them say because maybe he doesn't interview well enough. I do not know that, but you hear say about that. The man can definitely do the job. Pat Mahomes spoke up for him. Let's see what happens here in New Orleans. It's either going to be Allen or Eric Bieniemy. I think. Jordan, you got something from Marlon real quick. Got about two minutes. Yes, some massive news. LSU football tweeted out there 28 minutes ago. A historic first customizable Nike jerseys for every LSU football player who opts into the program are coming in 2022. So it looks like if you opt in to be an LSU Tiger, hey, you're going to be able to make some money off your jersey. I like that. That's big time. I think that that's uh... – that's huge. That's, that's breaking news right there. Hello, somebody. You know, when you look at it, Marlon, it's one thing. I know John and I were talking about what we saw on Wednesday. Name, image, and likeness absolutely made a massive difference. John, you were talking about the amount of money that A&M spent this year. Yeah, that, you know, Marlon, you, you probably hear a lot of stuff, too, that uh, the amount of money the big schools are paying, and, and let's be honest, we we all know the Ohio States, the Alabama, the Georgias, the Texas A&M, the Clemsons, whoever it may be, the big Michigan, they are paying these players, and it's flat out paying these players under the table, over the table, around the table, however you want to look at it. You got guys before they even step on the field. Ohio State gave a guy a million dollars, and the kid left the school. Now, he didn't get the million dollars because it was spread over a four-year deal if he stayed there. But it's getting ridiculous right now. What Texas A&M has done, from the word we heard, was they snatched a guy from LSU just for a measly extra $5,000. So it's getting outrageous. You know, What's your take on all that? Welcome to the NFL, John. It used to be yep. the pre-NFL back when we played. This, it, it, welcome to the NFL. This is the new National Football League. I, I think it's fair. I, I'm excited for the players because a lot of these players come from poverty, uh, didn't have you know rich 
you know, Richard's coming up. And, and just a sidebar, I remember when the NIL was first being developed and, and Tim Tebow made a comment about, um, oh, this is not, these kids shouldn't get that. Dude, you had a silver spoon in your mouth your entire life. How are you going to tell what somebody could do to monetize? So even the lower amounts, I remember guys signing to NFL teams, picking up the NFL teams over other because of a couple thousand dollars in undraft, as undrafted free agent. You know, I just did pick the Carolina Panthers over Indianapolis coach for $5,000. More, you know, <laughs> so so it, it it's a it's a it's a breaking the chain of poverty for these kids, and that's why. So for for us at LSU, it's the goal is going to have to be to step it up. We're going to have to get more businesses involved because hey, Texas not running running out of money, guys. I think they print money out there. <laughs> and that's what they yeah. put the money yep. at, right? <laughs> so I tell you what, man, it's there. yeah. <laughs> okay, and that's what it is. Uh, Matt Muscone, I thought, did a great job on Wednesday of kind of breaking it down and how it goes. It's essentially, as Marlon just said, John, you get a bunch of businesses together to pool money and, and offers and things of that nature and then go after players. That's how it works. Marlon, as always, man, appreciate it. I'm sure it's going to be a future episode on your podcast, sir, Inside the Trenches, um, how um, how players can, can benefit from this fear as well, man. We'll talk again on Monday. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, give you, give your money now. You're that, that, your alumni. Give them some cash. Okay? That's, right. That's right. Marlon Marlon needs a little share there as well, buddy. You, you know what? I think I got $100. I think I got $100. <laughs> there you go. Gotcha, man. We'll talk uh, again on Monday. Thank you, man. Have a good weekend, bud. Stay dry and stay warm as it's raining again. <laughs> in New Orleans. We come back, Leo Haggerty on ESPN New Orleans. The new year is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade-in. Or check the inventory online Online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. Got a party of 10 coming in. We need to flip those two tables. Leah's restaurant is fully booked night after night. Section 3 is still behind. She no longer has reservations about finally finding a hostess. Why doesn't 23 have menus? Oh, those are in my hand. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Allstate, where you can save just by being you. DriveWise and the Allstate mobile app gives you personalized driving feedback. And by adding it to your policy, you can save for driving safe just by being yourself. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Not available in every state. Savings based on DriveWise and other safeguarding discounts. Savings vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. If you believe placing your electronic devices on sleep or standby when connected to a network will prevent attacks by hackers, think again. They are susceptible to remote attacks. So whenever possible, turn your computer, tablet, or smartphone completely off or switch to the airplane mode located in your settings application. It's your first line of defense against hack attack. A public service message from the Consumer Electronics Association. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. So we spoke with Leo Haggerty earlier this week. I think Buddy played a tear in my beer for you, Leo. How are you today? A couple of days now been removed. Or have you gotten over the fact that, you know, you're back to being the Yuccaneers now that Tom Brady's retired? How are you doing, Leo? <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't resist that one, Gus. That was. <laughs> I know. I hear you. you, know, I, hear you. Just, um, I have seen some people that cover the Bucks all of a sudden. Now, now they're in the, well, if we got Brady, why not Aaron Rodgers? Tell us why or why not Aaron Rodgers in Tampa. Uh, why not? From a draft perspective, it's going to cost too much. Now, 
looking at what the Rams have done. They've traded every first-round pick away for a proven quantity. I just don't think Green Bay will trade Aaron Rodgers within the division. In fact, I don't think Green Bay is going to trade Aaron Rodgers because if you trade Aaron Rodgers with the way Jordan Love performed against the Chiefs, you're in a total rebuild mode. And I think what's going to happen in Green Bay is if they re-sign Devontae Adams, they've talked with Aaron and said, hey, look, we're going to sign your buddy. Are you going to stay? And if they get a yes, I think they go hard at Devontae Adams. And Again, everybody said, well, you know, Rodgers is breaking the bank in that. Well, he's good enough to carry you. And, and we're not talking about the NFC West. We're talking about the NFC North. You know, you got Detroit, you got Chicago, and, and you got Minnesota. You know, two teams that are coming up with new head coaches and one where Dan Campbell is doing an adequate job. But, again, they, they're still another year or two at, at least away. You know, I think one of the things, John, when you look at what, what, what would you say would be your opinion on what Aaron Rodgers does? Uh, well, I think with Aaron Rodgers, he brings well one, you know, the, the, his overall play. They know the guy can throw the football. He makes things happen. Uh, he's, you know, he's obviously the leader. You know, you got to deal with his other stuff, but that's not enough to to to, to not want to play or not not to, you know suggest you got to get rid of the guy. He's a qualified, bona fide player and a star on a team. He could take any team, uh, obviously, you know, take him to the playoffs and um, if he gets on a good club. So where do you think he goes? Uh, Do you think he stays at Green Bay? Leo, I don't think – I think he goes. I think uh, it's – it's Green Bay needs parts and pieces, and uh, I think he goes out west. I think he's going to end up in Denver. Mm. Leo, your best guess? I would think he wants to go to a team that has a shot to go to the playoffs. Denver has no shot. They can't even get out of the West. Again, you know, the Chargers are on the upswing. The Chiefs are on the upswing. You know, they didn't prove it last Sunday, but you're the third best team at best in there. The Raiders still have pieces, so I don't think he goes to Denver. I, As shocking as it may sound, I don't think, I don't think he moves but if he moves to an AFC team, why not the Steelers? Why not make a move there? They're not that far away, and they got a running game, which is what a quarterback wants. They got legitimate tight ends, what a quarterback wants, and they got a defense that'll keep you in the game. So again, I I don't see him moving. But if he does, I I don't know. And you see what they're talking about today is Aaron Rodgers brought some property down in Nashville. He's going to Tennessee. Well, there's a I've been saying dollars. to me it makes. I've been saying to me it makes a ton of sense. You got a stud running back, some decent receivers. Julio Jones is down there. Brown. Um, you got a defense. You got a coach that I think gets respect, gets his team to play hard. And Vrabel did the one seed this past year. The only thing they're missing is a quarterback, and and it's not too terribly cold over there. It's not a bad town. Um, and he's got an easy division as well. Yeah, it's exactly right, which is something that he's had over there in Green Bay here as well. So let me ask you this, because Mickey Loomis kind of talked about it on Wednesday and said, hey, look, it depends on the coach as to where the Saints are going to go with quarterback. Realistically, I know you mentioned Trask and some other guys, but are the Bucks looking to draft a quarterback? Are they looking at a free agent quarterback? I look at the free agent list. Jameis Winston's the number one guy. Teddy Two Gloves is two. So what... What are the plans you think at quarterback for Tampa? I think it's door number two, as Bruce Arians said two years ago. I don't think the quarterback that's going to start for Tampa Bay in 2022 is even on the roster now. They're going to make a move. And mm-hmm. I-, I tell you what, Gus, if Deshaun Watson gets through this, look for the Bucks to make a move. They've got to decide, are they getting a quarterback to bridge to trash or to go over trash and get somebody else. And that's a tough thing right now because they've got no body of work to go on. If they think mm-hmm. it's a bridge to trash, then you may look at them going to Garoppolo, going down that road, or, or to Teddy Bridgewater. But if they're looking for somebody to get five, six, seven years out of, you may see them make a real push for Deshaun Watson if everything turns out, which I think it's going to because if that's 
House of Cards was going to collapse. It would have collapsed a long time ago. Okay. Easy enough, I guess, when you look at it from that perspective. So no Mitch Trubisky? There we go. <laughs> That's yeah, me. Mitch Trubisky. Wait, 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 wait. Somebody been drinking down there? Come on. <laughs> Jordan, my intern, he loves him some Mitch Trubisky, that is for sure. What? What? what who John do you think? Been drinking together. Let me ask you this. Uh, it's our opinion poll question of the day because it looks like the Saints have requested, and it could be per Jeremy Fowler ESPN as early as tomorrow, but soon the Saints will interview Eric Bieniemy. My, I mean, you would have to think then it's B enemy or Dennis Allen at this point, right? With Peterson taking the job in Jacksonville. So if Mickey Loomis runs across you, Leo, and asks you, who would you go with? Who would you go with? B enemy or Allen? That, that's a tough one, Gus, only because does Allen stay if the enemy gets the job? That, that's the key component to that whole equation. Now, there's some baggage with the enemy in terms of, uh, you know, a domestic abuse case, which may be what the cause of this is. I, I don't know. He may not interview well. But, again, you, you got to at least get the guy in and see. Uh, from what I understand, guy's a great player's coach in terms that he takes no nonsense. He gives them and puts them in situations where they can succeed. But I'm a Dennis Allen guy. For the last two years, he has shut Tom Brady down completely. Name me anybody who's done that. And it's, uh, it's great. Usually you outscore Brady. He shut him down where he couldn't do anything. And, and I think he deserves a shot. But then who do you bring in as the OC? There's your question. It'd be interesting. Well, that's why you got to. You got to first pick a head coach and then to determine that. I'm not sure Pete Carmichael is the answer for the OC. Uh, there'll be somebody. I'm sure Dennis Allen's got a list. So even if it's Eric Bieniemy, there's a list of somebody will go after somebody's offensive coordinator. What about the report of Byron Leftwich saying, you know what, I don't want to uh, work with Balky, the GM over there with the Jags, and that's the the word over at the Senior Bowl that he said that, and that was it uh, when it came to Jacksonville. I actually, you know what. John and I were talking about this, and he's like, man, you don't say that the interview. I'm like, you're right. But at the same time, that guy's now hiring his third or fourth coach. And if that is a problem, and I'm Byron, and you're probably going to get one shot, you know what? I wait for the right opportunity. And, and you know what, guys? Keep in mind, this is not like, you know, Doug Peterson. I don't have a job, and I, okay, yeah, I'll do this, 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 and this. Byron left, which... If worse comes to worse, he's still the offensive coordinator of the Super Bowl champs from a year ago. And he is totally trusted by Bruce Arians. He went in and basically said, look, you're on your third head coach in three years. There's probably a reason for that. Maybe it's the general manager. I want the guy in there that I can deal with. Here's a list of guys that I think I could do. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, does it take some stones? Does it take some hooks? But yeah. But again, if they just said, hey, you're right, you know, he's walking into a situation where he gets to play with Trevor Lawrence, he gets to play with the general manager who's thinking the same lines as he does. And again, it's not like, hey, I need to get this job. I'll do whatever I want to do. I can go back to Tampa and sit this out because Bruce Arians is going to leave in, in two or three years. All right. Uh, Leo, as always, man, appreciate the time. We will chat again next week, buddy. Yeah, hey, I'll tell you what, if the wife lets you out of her sight this weekend, give me a shout. But if not, I'll see you Sunday. <laughs> that is for sure. I will definitely see you at the game. Uh, I can't promise uh, tomorrow night if you're available for dinner or not. I'm just, I, no, 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 no. Hey, you might want to take one of those Brazilian steakhouses. Either one, <laughs> y you can't go wrong. All right, I'll give you a buzz after the show. I need, I need some advice on some things. All right, thank you, no bud. Problem. Appreciate it, man. Take care, buddy. Sure. John, is Leo take care. Haggerty. All right, bud. Thank you, Leo. Uh, John Jordan, final segment is upon us. Friday. <laughs> Jordan's been ready to get out of here since he showed up. Uh -huh. Yeah, you are. I love be with you guys. Oh, <laughs> it's been a while. He got a girlfriend. I heard. Yeah, 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 you saw how he kind of dropped that uh, little yeah, quiet. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. That's like, that should be, uh, that'll make for a fun Breaking show news. on February 14th in 10 days. It's the Sports Hangover at ESPN New Orleans. We need it on the show, Jordan. No. Calvin Braxton Ford.
is your brand new car dealer in Lockport, Louisiana. They cannot wait for you to stop in and take a look at their big town inventory and small town prices. Schedule your test drive today and let one of their trained sales staff help you every step of the way. Their skilled management team ensures that you'll have a phenomenal experience, whether it be sales, service, parts, or financing. Ford, the number one brand in America. Stop by today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I know a lot of people are going to be talking about the fact that Kansas City gave this game away, but let's give Cincinnati some damn credit here. Their defense stopped them before the half. Imagine going into overtime and the roar you hear from the crowd that the Kansas City Chiefs won the coin toss. And what did Cincy do? They went out and they got to stop. Their defense won that game. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. What would you say you do here? Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Jordan Kleber, update us on the question of the day poll, sir. Yeah, the question of the day. Who would you rather, Saints fans, as the head coach of your New Orleans Saints? Uh, right now, Dennis Allen just took over oh. the 113 votes mm-hmm. with 50.4%. It is interesting, though. It's, it's a toss-up. It's going back Between and forth. Saints fans, it's a toss-up. We'll discuss this a little bit more in a quick second. Joining us quickly, though, Mr. Tommy Christen. Did I say that right, sir? How are you this afternoon? I'm doing well, Gus. Thank you. And for sure, man. What you got coming up here on Sunday? Well, we got, you know, we've been doing a radio show at Baton Rouge on the ESPN affiliate in Baton Rouge, uh, 104.5. And obviously you guys are 100.3 FM in New Orleans. We have a radio show called Hold the Rope. It's hosted by Skip Bertman and Dan Canterbury and myself. And uh, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock this Sunday night, February 6th. Uh, you guys are going to pick up the special edition of that program. We're going to have new baseball coach Jay Johnson as our guest on location. Uh, in the second hour, we'll talk to Scott Ravelay of the Avenue newspaper. But Skip Bergman and Jay Johnson and Dan Canterbury and I talking LSU baseball Sunday night. The show starts at 7 o'clock. It goes until 9. And we're really happy to be on it in the Wallace Park, especially for the LSU fans, the LSU baseball fans, or the college baseball fans. Our college baseball is big in New Orleans with UIO and Tulane and Delgado. So uh, we're, we're going to be happy to be there. We're going to promote it on social media, connect with Hold the Rope on Facebook, and you'll have all the information at Hold the Rope Radio, 104.5 ESPN, Baton Rouge. Connect on Facebook, and you'll see all the promos through the weekend. And then we'll be live right here on 100.3 FM, ESPN, New Orleans, Sunday night, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Looking forward to it. Uh, Tommy, uh, as always, man, um, it's going to be a good time, no doubt about it. Lots of excitement with Jay Johnson and what he's been able to do that recruiting class and, and all of that for sure, man. And I, I got to imagine the the anticipation for opening day, which is two weeks from today, is pretty high, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, they, they, the level of excitement is really high. You know, Jay Johnson with the recruits and the transfer portal that helped him out. You know, they got a team that's going to hit the baseball Pitching still has to be worked on a little bit, but this guy's a tireless worker. You know, the old story, he's the first one at the ballpark, last one to leave, constantly trying to make the kids better, and it's going to be an exciting season for LSU baseball. You know, time will tell on the pitching. Not that it's bad, but there's nobody that's really jumped out ahead to be that Friday night guy. So, and that's going to come because, as you said, two weeks from night, they open with the University of Maine, and 
event, folks, Sunday night, right here on 103.3 ESPN New Orleans. Tommy, as always, man, appreciate the time, and thank you for sharing the news with us, man. Hold the rope. Sunday, 7 o'clock. Keep up the great work, Gus. Thank you. Appreciate it, as always, man. Jordan, John, final um, minutes here right before we wrap up. As we get closer, by the time we speak again next week, it'll be Super Bowl week. Um, this week kind of went fast, I kind of feel like it, huh? Didn't it? It did. It's, uh, it's getting quicker and quicker every mm-hmm. doggone day, how to get it over with. So, uh, we already had a week. I mean, I, it's Super Bowl next Sunday. Are you watching the Pro Bowl game? Yeah. It's another day, man. Yeah. Pro Bowl practice with the incredible Cam Jordan, you know. We out here. I think it's, it is, it's turning into a regular occurrence. You know what I'm saying? With, with this guy Cam, it's hey, turning into a regular occurrence for him to be out here. But you know, we soaking it up. We in Vegas, man. Another one. Bless, bless, bless. Definitely bless. There he is, Alvin Kamara checking in, ladies and gentlemen. But again, though, that's one of the reasons why I'm like NFC why, champions. Why? Uh, maybe you know the fact. These guys are playing in these Pro Bowls. What would happen, really? If he blows out and he's done, or you know, like the guy that played running back for New England years ago, uh, blew out a knee. I mean, it just it could happen. You know, for what? It's, it's nothing. Just give him some cash. Let him go go on vacation with their family. You know, that's. So you don't like the game at all? Never. No. Never did. No. It's it was. It's it's not. Would you have played though if you would have gotten voted on? I mean. I mean it was in Hawaii back then. Yeah, but yeah. you know, but I've been to Hawaii a few times. But you know, it's it's just. But you need to get a, an insurance policy on you if you go out and do Because the guy was playing know, beach I, fo- uh, football, t- touched him on the beach, remember? Yeah. The running back. And but here's the up. thing, man. I look at it like this. <sighs> they don't need You it. can get injured in I so agree. many, you know. But, but if it, you're playing the, the sport I understand you're supposed you're, to play. You're adding you an extra play, chance to get injured. Right. It's I not even it. It's not even to, for you, your team, to, to help your team get to a playoff or the Super Bowl. It's just a – Whatever you want to call this, this yeah. is uh, you know entertainment value okay. for nothing. Just my two words. My two I do find it interesting that nobody probably gets excited about the game on hey, Sunday. Hey, say yeah, people will get absolutely bent out of shape when they don't get voted right, to the Pro Bowl right. team. Well, I'm getting ready to say this: <laughs> this Pro Bowl voting stuff is a joke. Now yeah. I see some of these guys that you know, guys Pro Bowl. And, no, he's not. He's not. No, that's, that's just it's it's it's. I know how the votings go. I've seen it. I've been in. I voted in the room. I've had players come up to me saying, "Hey, you got to vote for this guy because we need this other guy. I can't make it." Like, okay, you know, what am I gonna tell somebody who's a eight year vet, four, you know, five year Pro Bowler, telling me, "Oh, you, you better vote for?" It. Okay, I will. It's, yeah. it's rigged. Yeah, go. Try it. It is Friday. Friday. And with that, we're done. We're Thank done. you, everybody, for tuning us in. I appreciate everybody that called in and uh, to all our guests today here as well. Jimmy Burrow, Johnny Burrow, Matty Hudak, Raphael, and Marlon yeah. Favorite, The Graph, Leo Haggerty, and to you, John. All right, buddy. There you go. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Enjoy guys. the weekend, everybody. Stay safe. We'll see you on Monday on the Sports Hangover. I woke up this morning.